Hi, I'm Josh, and welcome to the Wild Nature Photography Podcast, the podcast that talks the art and craft of nature photography. It's the 6th of September, 2021, and this is podcast number 19. It is a glorious spring day here in Melbourne today. The sun is shining. There is no wind, which is just wonderful. We've had a couple of very cold, miserable, wet days uh, over the last couple of days, so it's nice to see the sun again. It feels like spring is well and truly here, and I think it's just going to start to get warmer now as the year, as the year moves on. Now, on this podcast episode, I'm going to be doing a book review. I haven't done a book review for a couple of podcast episodes now, and I have one particular book here that I have been itching to talk about since I picked it up several years ago. I just haven't had the chance uh, or the time to really sit down and do it justice, but now I want to talk about this particular book. Now, just before I come to that, uh, a few little updates and news items, the first of which is it's now less than a month until I am scheduled to depart for Finland uh, and the Wolves and Wolverine workshop that I'll be running in the northern part of Finland. Very excited to get back up there. I am just hoping that all the pieces of the puzzle stay in place and that not too much changes in relation to travel restrictions between between now and when I'm scheduled to depart on the 3rd of October. So I'm watching that space with interest. Uh, the border at the moment to Finland and Australia is open. It's open for anyone who has been double vaccinated. So that's myself and all my clients who are coming. We're hoping it stays that way. Very much looking forward to that. I've just put a post up on my blog actually about preparing for Finland, the equipment that I'm going to be taking, uh, as well as... Um, my thoughts on mental preparation for getting back out in the field after 18 months um, really away from it, uh, pretty much totally away from it. I've barely touched my cameras, to be honest, in the last 18 months. It's just been a, a very difficult here in Australia to get out with the camera. Um, so I'm very much uh, looking forward to getting back to Finland and getting back into um, into the forest. I'm actually going up a couple of weeks before I meet my clients for a couple of reasons. One, I want to get my head back in the space uh, of being out in the field, but two, I also want to just do some pre-scouting and check which hides are having the most activity um, so that we can maximise our time once everyone arrives. I have a bit more to say about that in the next podcast, I think. Uh, I won't be taking with me a Canon R3. It just looks like Canon are not going to be able to deliver that camera before I leave on the 3rd of October. I'm being told that it's probably going to be mid-November delivery here in Australia, so hopefully that might be waiting for me when I get back from Finland. I'm probably going to be away a little over a month, maybe longer. I'm not sure exactly when I'm going to come back yet. It really depends on what happens here in Australia with hotel quarantine. I'm just not keen on being stuck in a hotel for two weeks uh, here in Australia. Uh, I don't mind quarantining at home and self-isolating at home, but I just don't fancy the idea of having to do it in a hotel. So we'll see how that goes. So moving on, let's get to the topic of the day, and that is a book review. Now, this is a book review of Ragnar Axelsson's Faces of the North. Now, if you don't know who Ragnar is, he's an Icelandic documentary photographer. I, I really suggest that you go and look him up. He is, without doubt, uh, I think the best documentary photographer working today up in the Arctic. His work is really, really superb, and his book, The Faces of the North, is just a fantastic uh, example of his work. He's a black and white photographer. Um, you should be able to find his website if you Google him. It's Ragnar Axelsson. I'll put a link to his website in the show notes, actually. Uh, to his friends, he's just known as Rax. And uh, he's done a number of books. I have all of them, I think. There might be one or two I don't have. 
but this particular one is, I think, his best. Um, and you know, let's we'll dive into the full review in a moment. I think just before I do though, I'll just talk quickly about how I review these books. So I talk a little bit about the overall presentation. Uh, how does the book look? Uh, how does it read? Uh, what's the quality of the construction like? I'll talk about the print quality. Uh, and then I'll give my overall thoughts on on the, the final presentation of the book as well. And then I give them a star rating. So uh, st- I rate them on a, a star rating of one to five. Now, obviously, this is a fairly subjective type of rating and, you know, your mileage may vary. But these are my thoughts, having been, you know, a collector and user of photography books for many decades. So, you know, if I give a book a rating of one, I'm generally saying give it a miss. Uh, there's probably better books out there that you can look at. Uh, rating of two is... You know, it's a good book, but you should probably look at buying it if the subject matter interests you. A rating of three is nice to own, a quality publication that really has a home in any serious photographic library. Uh, four stars, you should definitely own this book and consider it an important part of your library. And five stars, which is a must own. No photographic library should really be complete without uh, without that book. So let's talk about Faces of the North. Now, this is a sizable book. It's not as big as Paul Nicklin's Born to Ice that I reviewed a couple of episodes uh, ago when I was doing a book review on Paul Nicklin's Born to Ice. This is just of the size that you can comfortably sort of sit it in your lap, any bigger and heavier, and it would become a little bit unwieldy. Um, The presentation is very, very nicely done. It's a gray linen cover. Uh, The book is quite sizable. As I say, it's a good inch and a half thick. It is section sewn which is fantastic. So it's very beautifully constructed, very nicely finished with the um, debossed Faces of the North title down the side with Ragnar Axelson's name, and then a beautiful uh, black and white image on the front cover, which is just gently inlaid. Very, very nicely finished. Black end papers. Uh, I have the book in front of me now and I'm just going through it. Now, as I said, Rag Rags primarily photographs in black and white. His photography very much reminds me of uh, the Leica... Uh, school of uh, like a sort of school of thought in the decisive moment, uh, very much that style of of imagery. As I say, it's documentary in nature. The faces of the North North is mostly about uh, people who live up in Iceland and Greenland, um, and it's really they're, they're really documentary images of their lives. Now the photographs are presented in. Um, with a, 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 a slim white border, uh, and that's consistent. So there, there's no full bleed in this book uh, whatsoever. Every single image uh, is constrained by a white border, uh, which I really, really like. I've talked about this in a number of other podcasts where I've talked about, where I've done book reviews, where I've said I really find images that are full bleed quite objectionable. I just don't like the way they make my eye run off the page. Whereas here, every image is well constrained. Very interesting choice of layout. The images are heavily weighted towards the top of the page, quite a lot of white space at the bottom. Uh, so if you like, that's the consistent theme throughout this book uh, in the way that the images have been presented. Uh, you know, sort of as I flick between them, they do vary a little bit. I like the way the book has been broken up into sections as well. So, you know, you have a section like Iceland behind the faces, Um and then in there, you know, are various photographs that make up Iceland. It's just a wonderful presentation. There's quite a bit of text in this book as well, talking about the locations, talking about the people, uh, putting everything in context. Uh, 
um, you know, where it talks about the farmers and, you know, them going out to look for the sheep um, just before the onset of winter. There's a lot of t- text in the book that really helps paint the story of the lives of these people that are photographed in this book. I think it's wonderful. I think it's a wonderful example of documentary photography. The presentation is really beautiful. It's outstanding, actually. Uh, it's one of the best uh, I've seen in quite some time. Uh, from the moment I picked this book up in the store in Iceland, uh, I knew I had to buy it. Um, it was quite large and heavy. I didn't want to have to travel with it back to Australia, so I ended up actually having them freight it back back for me to Australia, which took quite some time, but was well worth uh, well worthwhile. Every one of the photographs in this book, just as I flick through it now, is really an absolute gem. They really, really are. From a documentary point of view. Um, the character that's captured in these faces, the feeling of place is just exceptionally well done. Uh, it's a book I enjoy flipping through very, very much. This is not my style of photography. You know, I'm not a documentary photographer at all, and I rarely photograph people. But this is just done so well uh, and so artfully and with such character to all the portraits that it just it gets you absorbed in the, in these people's lives. And that, I think, is the mark of successful documentary photography, when you can look at a photograph and you really want to get drawn into the lives of these people and know more about them. And I really enjoy that Rax has included quite a lot of text in this book that tells me a lot more about what's going on and puts everything in context. That really helps to tell the story of these people. Now, I believe this book was published in Iceland. Uh, I'm not actually sure of the the publisher themselves, I think it's Chromogia, C-R-Y-M-O-G-E-A. Again, I'll put a link to that in the in the show notes if you want to look them up. Um, I don't know much about them as a publisher. I think they're a fairly small boutique publication. Uh, I th- I'm not sure if this is the only book of Rax's they've published, uh, but of all the books of his that I own, I think this is the one that's of the best quality. It's just beautifully done. You know, if we talk about print quality for a minute, uh, this is, let's talk about the paper before we come to print quality. So it's a semi-gloss paper and it's got a very nice weight to it. Uh, it feels quite, um, it feels like a quality product, uh, almost like a photographic paper. And the black and white images that are printed on there here have a, very much have the depth and um, feeling that I would expect to see in the original silver gelatin prints if they'd been shot on film or if they were inkjet prints. Uh, some of these images, I think, may actually date back to the film days. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I think the collection in here is is, a, is taken... You know, it's from a significant portion of Rax's work, and probably taken over quite some quite some period of time, perhaps decades. So, again, I think some of the images in here may have actually been shot on film, and not all shot digitally. I'd have to go through and do some research on that to to be sure. But the print quality is beautiful. I mean, the the blacks are really black. There's fantastic contrast uh, in the tones. Uh, the whites are beautiful and clean, and again, great texture and tone in the snow and ice, and that's so important in in this sort of photography. If you don't have texture and tone in your whites, it just appears as, as real flat white areas. And the overall tonal balance uh, is just beautiful in every single image that's presented in this book. This really is a, a masterpiece. Um, you know, whether it's the section on Greenland, the section on Iceland, everything works well in this book. The way it flows. Uh, and the way images are presented on the left and right facing pages, I really, really enjoy it. There's never any jarring um, uh, transitions as you go from page to page. It's just very smooth and when well considered. So I think this is a fantastic example of how 
to do a high-quality publication uh, for a photographic book. And, and this really rates, I think, as one of the gold standards for uh, for this type of book. Now, I don't remember what I paid for this book when I purchased it. It wasn't cheap. I think it may have been around the 100 to $150 mark, but absolutely well worthwhile. Uh, if you're in the, interested in this type of photography, documentary style, and you're interested in the characters and the, and the people that live in these extreme environments in Iceland and Greenland, then this, is, this book is a must-own. Uh, it really, really is. Having travelled to Iceland myself you know, many times, I've actually lost track of how many times I've been there, I connect with these photographs uh, on a very intimate level. And I think anyone who's been to Iceland and experienced the culture and experienced the landscape uh, and traveled through that amazing country will get a lot from this book. Uh, it really is outstanding. Uh, I think that's really all I need to say about this book. Um, it's a no-brainer for me. This is a five-star book. This is as good as they come. This deserves a home in any photographic library. It's going to look stunning sitting on a coffee table. It's one of those beautiful coffee table style books. Uh, as I say, it's quite large and hefty, but in, even now sitting with it here on my lap, it's not uncomfortably so. It's really just at that limit where it's manageable without having to sit it on a desk, and I like that a lot. Um, I'm just having a look now in the back of the book to see if it talks about how, over what period of time the photographs were taken, and I can't see specifically. Um, it looks like several decades from what um, the text here says in the epilogue. So Ragnar says here he's looking back over the road he's travelled, exploring the north over a period of several decades. So I think, you know, the, this is may not be a magnum opus being his life work, but there's certainly a substantial body of his work in here. I mean, the book itself is just over 400 pages, so that gives you an idea of, of sort of how substantial it is. Again, look, this book has my highest recommendation. I, I really feel that this is a, a must-own for any photographer. Five stars, absolutely outstanding. I really recommend you check it out. I'm not sure if it's available on Amazon. I'll have a look. If it is, I'll put a link in the show notes. If not, I'll see if I can find a link to uh, the publisher in Iceland where the book can probably still be ordered online. Outstanding, fantastic book. Don't miss this one. Ragnar Axelsson's Faces of the North, highly recommended. So that will be it for today. That's a short review, but an important one of this book that I have been meaning to talk about for quite a long time. You know, it's, I, I'm just trying to think now, it's probably been four years or five years since I first uh, purchased this book. And every time I look at it on my shelf, I think I must get around to uh, to doing the review. And today just seemed like the day to do it. So do check this one out. I think you'll be really impressed. Beautiful book. Uh, I'm hoping, actually, speaking of uh, just while we're summing up, talking about Ragnar himself, um, I've been having some discussions with him and, um, and my friend Martin, and we're actually hoping Ragnar might actually be joining me on my 2024 uh, or 23, I'm not sure yet, expedition to Greenland. So I'll also be keeping everyone up to date on that. Uh, we hope he'll be able to make it and join us. Be fantastic to have him along. So that's it for today. I'm Josh. It has been the 6th of September, 2021. I look forward to seeing you out there in the field. Stay safe, stay well. <laughs>